Help, I got a Mac podcast episode number 103. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Help, I got a Mac. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft, and today... We're going to have a little bit of a different flavor to our show as Chris Brighting had to go out early to brave the wintry storm we've got going here in the Cincinnati, Northern Kentucky area. But that's okay. The show must go on, and I'm very excited to bring to us this week another voice from the Mac community, and his name, of course, is Eric Fisher. Eric, how are you, man? I am well. Well, I am glad that you are well, and many people who listen to several different gspn.tv podcasts will know that Eric's been around the community here, well, gosh, for over four years now. Can you believe that? Oh my gosh, yeah. And you are also the co-host of the other podcast that we do that's related to uh, technology, actually one of the other podcasts that we do related to technology called Social Media Serenity. For those of uh, the folks out there who are listening to help I got a Mac and maybe they've not heard an episode of social media serenity. What would you say that podcast is about? I would say if you want to keep up to date on Twitter and Facebook and Hootsuite and YouTube and all the different social LinkedIn, all the different social media networking platforms out there and not just, you know, the latest news and what's going on, but how to use them well and maybe strike that balance of not being overwhelmed by technology in your life. That's what the show's about. There you go, my friends. And so if you haven't checked it out, find that over at socialmediaserenity.com. I have no doubt that you're going to enjoy having Eric uh, join the show today. And if you enjoy that, then you're going to love Social Media Serenity. All right. So uh, we basically are shooting from the hip today. So normally out the front of the show, I'd love to tell you about the topics that we're going to cover, but we're just going to just go down a list of things that come to our mind as we go along here. Uh, And uh, I want to start things off, if you don't mind, with talking about, uh, (laughs) I wish people would quit, of course, I'm going to perpetuate the the thing, and I'm going to say the iPhone killer has arrived. Yes, the Nexus One. So what do you what all have you seen about the Nexus 1 and what do you think about it? All right. Well, let me let me preface this by saying the other day we got back from a long trip and we stopped at my uh daughter's best friend's house. They were watching our dog and anyway, the her mother had a new phone and wanted to show it to my wife and she looks at it and like, "What is that?" She said, "It's a droid." And so my wife got impressed with the droid, even though she's played around with my iPhone before and has an iPod touch. And so (laughs) I don't know. I think my wife's all excited about Android in particular, but, you know, maybe not necessarily the droid, but I'm looking at the, so I've, I've played around with the, uh, the demo thing they've got up on, uh, actually, this is the exciting part. Google, as large as they are. Can, you can go to google.com and then you go bet- underneath where usually it's just a big white space with a search bar and they've got a little sneaky little, hey, check out the Nexus One. Where, right now you can do that? Yes. Now I haven't seen this. Let me go there. Google.com. Yeah. Dude, I'm telling you, I, I'm looking for it. Okay, where, where is it at? Let's see. It was there yesterday. Let me check. It was last night. If you go to google.com. Uh-huh. 
just the the classical google.com there it is underneath it says experience nexus one the new android phone from google do you see that no i I'm, i do let me um oh let me oh, oh oh so you had to move your okay so let me do this because if i do google.com if you type in google.com it and don't do anything it's it's your normal clean google.com it's just the box just the logo right. you move your mouse around Yes, that's what it was. Dude, let me tell you something right here, right now. This is the first time I've ever seen an ad like this on the homepage of Google. Number one, that's scary. Uh, yes. What's coming next? All right. But uh, number two, do you know how many people see Google.com? Exactly. Oh, my gosh. This is it's probably huge. the most prime ad real estate there is right now. It is, this is huge. I mean, let me venture to guess. Let me just venture to guess. Let's just say you were the biggest company in the world, okay? Uh, And you wanted to advertise. And you wanted to advertise in the spot where they have the little, little tiny icon of the Nexus One. And it says experience Nexus One underscored um, the new Android phone from Google. How much do you think that would cost? I wouldn't even venture a guess. It's got to be in the billions. I I would think so. I mean, this is unbelievable. So, number one, Apple ads, those are great, okay? I Those are great. In fact, when, when I DVR content, the only advertisements I ever really watch anymore is a is an apple ad i will actually stop the you know the process i will back up to the beginning and i'll watch them probably sometimes two or three times but but as much as they can play those ads and you see them and you watch those apple ads i have to say a little tiny icon of a phone it says experience nexus one the new android phone from google that's at least going to get people to click on it when it's right. the only ad on it. So now I'm going to click on it. So uh, now I'm, I'm interested in see. Oh, dude. This, it's beautiful. It is. I, well, I know. Let, let, so have you seen the video? I've not seen the video, no. I've played around with the little demo things that are on there, though. You can. In each, It says click an icon for a demo of each app. Oh, it does? So each of those different apps there, it'll walk you through. It's got maps, the photo gallery, YouTube, your Gmail, your browser, your your phone, because it's a phone, duh, and uh, Google Voice. I love that Google Voice is one of the apps that they're yeah. demoing. That is amazing. That is amazing. Now, Steven's in our chat room, and he says, and by the way, hi, Tess and Lee and, and Steven. Uh, but anyway, Steven says, odd about the Nexus One, only 190 megs of space available for apps. Now, am I mistaken, or did I not hear that they're going to make it to where um, you can store apps on removable storage? Huh. No, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I, I'm not. I'm not sure if this has an SD card or a mini SD card slot or something like that. But I'm. I'm half. I have to imagine that they would have more than a, you know some way of of doing that. I, I don't know enough about it. All I know is that I heard the big buzz about this being launched yesterday, 
and I took a few minutes out of my day just to watch a couple of videos, or it was actually two days ago, but I watched all the, a couple of videos that Engadget.com had on their website and reviewing this thing, and I just want to say, it's it looks beautiful. It is, it's got a bigger screen. They had a picture of it sitting right next to an iPhone, and the and the iPhone looked like an antique. No. <laughs> I am not kidding you. The iPhone looked like an antique next to it. Wow. So, it, oh, this is exciting. And I'm glad. It does, this doesn't mean I'm leaving the iPhone in June. But uh, as I've said previously on Help, Help I Got a Mac, Apple, you're on notice. And uh, the biggest thing, what do you think, What what's the biggest thing to you about this that you've heard so far? I think, let's see here. Um Overall, I uh, to be honest, I think the pricing okay. to get something that I mean the, the Android market as far as the apps and stuff go. I mean, obviously, it's not got everything out there that I mean. Let's just say the Apple App Store has a huge head start over everybody, but I think that unlike back in the day when there was only iTunes and now only just now are we getting to the point where you've got the Amazon store and other competitive stores the android market is much closer to you know exploding possibly this year early next so i think if you've got the the right price point and that you can actually use it not on AT&T yeah those are the things i think are going to be most um Plus tight Google integration, you know? Tight Google Just, integration is going to be amazing. Those those things right there, I think, are most attractive for me. Wow. Yeah, for me, I love the idea of the Google Voice. Uh, I use it all the time. Um, I love the the tighter integration with Gmail. Um, and and having that uh, an actual specific Gmail app is going to be nice. Um, for me... The fact that you can do one thing that you will, in my in my mind, I don't think I'll ever be able to do on my iPhone. And that's the one thing that, actually, Google Voice, you know, the fact that they don't allow a lot of apps to come over, um, you know, it, it, I'm, I've been burned by Apple with the gspn.tv app. Right. And, uh, you know, and stuff like that. So I, I'm, I'm kind of burned on the iPhone. And so the biggest thing for me, though, is I will now, by the way, they say it's got a pretty speedy processor in it. I will now be able to look at 80% of the video on the web that I cannot, I'm missing 80% of the web. Flash, that's what we're missing. Flash, and you're going to be able to play Flash on the phone. Now, it's not Flash enabled right out of the gate. They're uh, Adobe's working on ten point five point one, I think, and they're going to once it becomes available, they're going to push it out to the phone. That is awesome. Yeah, I mean, if you go to uh, BillShrink.com, they've already got a comparison, side by side comparison with a grid and everything of the specs and everything for the iPhone three GS, the Palm Pre, the Droid, and the Nexus One. Wow. It lists everything out: the the storage capacity, battery life, camera, Wi-Fi, GPS, App Store, the video formats, multitask. It's got multitasking. Heck, yeah. Every phone here, but but the iPhone has multitasking. 
Well, this this is amazing. Exactly. That that's another thing. Multitasking would be nice. Um, folks, folks, go to Google.com/slash/phone. I know this is help. I got a Mac, but this is as, my, as far as I'm concerned, this is big Apple news here because this right. is this is Apple in a world of hurt. Um, but if you go to Google.com/slash/phone, I love it. It says already have one. First of all, they have a YouTube channel, uh, so obviously great marketing. I, I mean. I mean, I don't know how many people actually go and and watch the, you know, the 35 minute, you know, walk you through everything about the iPhone video. I know I did, but in in typical Google fashion, they're going to have 10 minute or less video clips of all the different stuff about this. So that's going to be great. Um, they've got the technical specifications, well, which I'll pull up here in just a minute. They have a 3D tour, uh, but then I love just below it says already have one activate activate my phone track my order or get help i mean it, it's just right here it's ready to go and uh i'm looking over it says here that the memory is uh let's see i just saw it just a second ago capacity and so it comes with 512 flash 512 uh ram and then it's going to have a 4 gig micro sd card expandable to 32 gigabytes yeah so you can upgrade it automatically without having to buy a a whole new phone exactly so check this out if i were to get this which in june let's just say in june if i were to get this phone in june i would be able to get this at a lower cost than an iphone and i'd be able to have 32 gigabytes worth of space on this thing now i want to tell you that i've i'm not sure that you know i'm happy with the music app in it but i don't listen to a lot of music and I am hearing a couple good things about some of the the iPod um, or podcasting apps that are available on it. Yeah, so I'm I typically don't use my iPhone for um, music. I will occasionally use its Wi-Fi to download a, an app or not an app. A well, apps too, but the uh, a podcast here or there when I'm on the go and can't get to something and I need something. But you save the money by buying the Nexus One and then go get yourself an iPod. Uh, shuffle or a, an iPod uh, nano. Yeah. I, I, I think what I'm going to do, uh, in, Oh, if things continue to go as well as they are right now in my business, I may hire somebody to build me a Google Android gspn.tv plus member only application. There you go. And that, and here's what I would envision for the gspn.tv plus member only application. It would be available in such a way that you would be able to sign in with your username and password and it will give you a display of all the different shows and you can actually click on them and download them via Edge, you know, 3G, Wi-Fi, whatever the connection may be. You'll be able to download them, save them to your your storage and play them as much as you will. So it, it basically it'll be its own podcatching sco- software for gspn.tv mm-hmm. and not to mention the fact that it'll probably have like a you know we'll build in you know a special web version of the forum or something like that and uh if it's possible and if it if flash is easily integrated maybe even have like a gspn.tv slash live um screen so that you would have the Ustream up and running there and, you go and and the chat room right below right below it so I don't know. I mean, folks, just understand this. I can't be promising this because I have no idea what it's going to cost for an Android developer yet. (laughs) 
uh, and and what the technical abilities are and stuff. And but uh, things are lo- things are really good on our business right now, and they only look to be getting better. So uh, just know that this is this is something that is a dream of mine in 2010 for for something like this. I, I think even if I don't move to the Google platform for the phone, I see this is the I I, I really do see Google, the Google Android. Um, eventually not not only catching up very fast but actually surpassing the iphone popularity very soon i yeah. think i think by 2011 google will overshadow the iphone yeah and and the great thing is is that google really didn't make the phone they made the they just but they needed another new you know updated state of the art phone f- to run their android they're they're the software and HTC came up with the the phone, so and they came up with a beautiful phone, my friends. It looks great. Yeah. So anyway, that that is the biggest Apple news of the day is that <laughs> Apple's in trouble. Um, you know, when it comes to the cell phone market, and uh, they're really they're really going to have to to do something. So tell so tell me, Eric, what does Apple have to do? What does Apple have to do in June? Uh, when everybody's two-year contract runs out, the people who bought the 3G, like myself, um, what does what does Apple have to do to keep them? Wow, um, let's see. They need to let Google Voice be on the iPhone. Yep. They need to streamline their app approval process and and get that back in order, or at least get it to the point where it should be, where you know you don't feel like you're in the dark and you don't know what's going on and you get approved you get approved or not approved by no real logic um as far as hardware goes whew, they need to drop the price yeah i think they need to lower the price again as well as upgrade all the uh you know the hardware they need to do flash i don't know how adamant or why you know steve or whoever but they need to get over it because you're going to have people who just get ticked at not being able to do flash and jumping for that alone. Yeah. Could you, imagine, um, could you imagine being able to interact with a live show while you're on, let's just say you're, you're, you're on a, uh, on the road with your family or something like that. And you want to hang out on Thursday. Yeah. You've got a long eight hour drive and you could be sitting in the passenger seat while somebody else is driving or in the back seat. And you could just sit there and just be chatting with the community, watching a live gspn.tv show. You can yeah. do, you can do that on the Android once Flash is available. Yeah, I mean, I mean, here's the thing: Apple broke the barriers down as far as what a smartphone could be, but they've not really the last. You know, I don't think last year with the 3GS they really pushed the bar much higher than it already was at, and so it's been sitting at the same place for so long that you know Google's been able to come up with great software and HTC with a great phone and. Yeah, and that's not saying that, you know, like the Palm Pre and the Droid aren't great, but Nexus One's going to really raise the bar. Yeah. So I I don't know. I can't even guess at this point. I think Apple has to look at the Nexus One and maybe pull a Microsoft and steal. (laughs) I don't know. I I love it. That is actually, that's it. Stephen Cross in the chat room says uh, multiple apps running. I noticed that Tess, by the way, said she, she spent all this time learning to become a iPhone developer and now... Now the Nexus one comes out and the Android and all this other stuff. And, uh, you know, now I have to start from ground one again. Uh, but I, 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 you know, here's the thing. I think that, you know, the, the, the apps um, are going to be 
you know, steamrolling in from um, from for for Google because there's no apps approval process. So, in my opinion, I think Apple needs to dump their approval process and just go to an open platform. I. I mean, I, I or not. I mean, they can. St- I don't mind having to go to buy my stuff through them, but they just need to approve anything and everything. Yeah, I mean, with, if you're going to approve a thousand I, fart apps, come on. That's right. You you got you got to you got to let it go. I mean, it it's just ridiculous. I mean, it, the they need. I mean, maybe if if they want to, which I still think is ridiculous, but if they want to, then maybe that they can have like three things that three or four things that they say you know what we're going to check every application for these three or four things and these are the only three or four things that we will not allow you know yeah blatant pornography um you know things that are you know a security risk to the phone as far as uh you know security flaws and vulnerabilities with the way it's written just, just but they have to be clear and they say these are the four things you know and and that's it um, yeah. I also think, and Steven says multiple, I think I already said this, but multiple applications running, absolutely. Flash on the phone we've been talking about. Um, you mentioned the price. Uh, I, I, th- I think that that's it, but I think they really need to open up that app store because if they don't open the app store, I don't care how many apps they have now, um, Google could triple that by 2011. Yeah. And, and I was it. thinking about this. I was actually thinking about this and I thought, man, what do I do if at some point I switched to a new phone. I've got all this money invested in, you know, apps and, and stuff. And then I was like, well, duh, buy a touch. Yeah. And then you can run all that stuff, you know? Well, forget that. Why would you buy a touch? All you have to do is keep your iPhone. Well, that that's true. And not activate it. I mean, it, it's a it's Wi-Fi enabled. It still has the camera on it. I mean, your, your iPhone's still going to last you for a while. Yeah. Well, I meant even in terms of if... Uh, something broke on the iPhone and it was like, well, uh, it's yeah. not my phone anymore. Well, I can still get access to everything I paid for, you know, the games and the Twitter and all that by yeah. having but a touch around. S- seriously though, let me ask you a question. How much money have you invested in apps on the phone? I'm going to say, gosh, those 99 cent ones really uh-huh. but, pop but, up quick. Let me, let me how, guess. Yeah. Let me g- make a guess. Maybe 50 to 75. Okay. And if Apple was to come out with a new phone in June that blew you away and your contract was up and it was $200, would you go out and buy it? I probably would. Okay. If it it blew me away. Okay. So let's just say that the Nexus was available for, I don't know, $149. Fifty dollars less than the iPhone, and all the same major applications that you wanted would be available over on the Google Android as well. Mm-hmm. Do you see where it doesn't cost you anything to move? Right. That's, In fact, uh, being somebody who wants to be on the cutting edge, you'd want to get your experience in with that new phone. And yeah, yeah. that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I, Tempting. Yeah, I, I realize this isn't, you know, this isn't help. I've got a Google Android app or, you know, phone, but uh, I, I'm sorry, guys. In my mind, this week, the biggest news in Apple is this. That's this, true. This this is the biggest news in Apple, and 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 I am re- I, I, I am really excited about 
at, in June what my new phone will be. And and I'm not saying I, I'm. It, you guys may have me come back here and you. It's like wow, I just got the new. I got the new iPhone, you know, fourth generation model, you know, and and I might have it. But I'll tell you what, I'm more and more skeptical of the app process and the limitations of a single application running at the same time. And I, I, you know, they were the innovators, but I think that they have things in place at Apple that stifle future innovation. And now Google's come along and they're almost at the level of the iPhone with no limitations from taking them way beyond. Mm hmm. Wow. Look out, Apple. Look out, Apple. <sighs> okay, so you said you found some other stories that you uh, wanted to share. Yeah, well, just in keeping with, let's talk about the App Store for a couple minutes. The App Store uh, has hit officially 3 billion downloads. That's awesome. Happened in uh, less than 18 months. Wow, 3 billion applications. So, yeah, it's just, I, I mean, there's no way that I. Th I mean, obviously, I'm going. I'm going to go back to the uh, what I was looking at. It was across the board kind of a comparison. The Android, just to give you an idea, the Android uh, marketplace, the Android market has in it as far as um, number of apps, it's got about twenty thousand. Right. And the iPhone has about 93,000. Yep. So, and that's going to change really fast. It'll that'll change quick. They've got the head start, but again, when something comes along that people get excited about and there's less just, you know, like you said, stifling. I think Google's going to that app, that Android app is. I had somebody the other day actually uh, it was yesterday. They asked me about Hootsuite. They said, "Does Hootsuite have an Android app yet?" And I'm like, "Well, no, but uh, you know, wait any wait a couple of weeks. It'll probably be there." <laughs> yeah, no doubt. I have no doubt that it'll be. It, it may it may be two months out, uh, but it, it'll be there. I have no doubt that all the major applications, anybody who has paid any amount of money to develop an iPhone application. I will be I will venture to say it's a guarantee in my mind that if they invested in an iPhone application they will also invest in an Android application. I mean, you go to google.com for goodness sake and there's an advertisement for the phone. Right. I mean, you don't get better advertising than that. And Google's obviously said we're serious about this one. Yeah. Yeah. And the great thing is is they aren't Doing what Apple does, this this is one of the, this is a blessing and a curse as far as Apple's concerned with the way they lock down their their software and tie it to their hardware. Google doesn't have that problem. Google is only the software. Yep. So in that sense, they're Microsoft. But uh, well, it, as far as PC goes, right. But still, Google can then just focus on making the best UI out there. Yeah. Or at least giving people what they want in the UI as far as the options go. Right. I mean, Apple's got that polish that they always will keep working on and they, they excel at, but that's, that's only going to get you so far. Exactly. 
All right, so tell us what else is going on in, in, in the Apple News that you saw. How many other stories you got there? Uh, let's see. I got two more here. Okay. Oh, by the way, that 3 billion downloads does not include uh, app updates. So if you bought an app and you downloaded it once, and then you downloaded three or four more updates over the course of another, you know, however many months, those updates are not counted in that 3 billion downloads. That's cool. I so mean, it's actually much higher than that. No question that the apps, I mean, the apps are what made the iPhone awesome. There's no question about that. Yeah. Well, speaking of uh, iPhone apps, um, Foursquare, which I think uh, Chris has talked about a little bit here and there, it's uh, basically you, you, you run it, you check in at different places. It's kind of like, oh, what's the, it's kind of like geocaching, but it's more just kind of a bragging saying, hey, I checked in here. I went to so-and-so's place or what's a, you know, uh, Ikea in Chicago or something like that, you know? Yeah. So if I, if I say, if I was visiting you and I, I would check in like near the airport or something just to say, hey, I was there. So it's kind of like a geotagging type of a scavenger hunt slash mishmash of, you know, geocaching and all that. Uh, anyway, Foursquare, and, the, and there's the other one, uh, Gowalla. Mm-hmm. Well, anyway, Foursquare's opened it up so that now you don't have to be based in a city. You can sign in and you can be, you can check in anywhere. Oh, that's cool. So it's kind of cool that way. Have, now, have you played with this service? Because I have not. I've heard so much about it, but I really have never played with it. Yeah, I, I tried Foursquare months and months ago and just couldn't get into it because th- I'm, I'm in the middle of about three, you know, within two, you know, I'm about three hours from you with Cincinnati and, and Kentucky and all that, um, about an hour from Indianapolis, which was not one of the major cities, and about two and a half, three hours from Chicago. So I've got choices, but none of them have, you know, real choices for me. Well, now I can check in at various stops in between all those different places. And I had a little bit of fun with it the other night. I was visiting some friends about an hour and a half from here, and I found places that were there that were on it. So it was kind of cool, and I could make it, you know, post directly to my Facebook or out to Twitter, things like that. You can you can see your friends. Uh, I added Chris as a friend, and uh, Jeremy uh, Fleegon as a friend. So I can see where they're going and what they're doing, and they can see what I'm doing. I mean, it's it's a spin on what are you doing, like Twitter or Facebook. Still, I don't know. It's worth checking out again. If you gave it a try once and didn't like it, maybe try it again. Or you know, and again, there's the the Gowalla thing, which is yeah similar. And and it, I think this this kind of stuff all started with like the the location based uh, services like Bright Kite and some other things that uh, Justin Rains in our chat room has mentioned. Uh, You know, this is a meme that has never really appealed to me for some reason. Uh, I mean, I, I I have a bright kite account. I post status updates to it, but I never I never I've never really signed in and said this is where I'm at. This is where I'm at. Yeah, and and part of it is you know I I don't want to be broadcasting my own personal home location. You know, yeah, you know, I tried to keep the you know the the you know the location. It's it's not a secret. I mean, it, I mean right. anybody who wants to find it can find it. But I don't know that I really want to be posting it with a little pin drop in a Google map you know, Hey, this is my house, you know, because, you know, there we had on social media serenity and some last week, somebody asked, you know, do you post, you know, when you go on vacation, you know, it's like everybody knows where your house is because you've checked in there like 15 times or something like Mm -hmm. that. So I've never really, it's just for some reason, I just haven't really saw 
a, I, I've just never really that that's never appealed to me to know where all my friends are. My, I'm following them on Twitter. So, I mean, if they want to say where they are, they'll say where they are on Twitter. But other than that, I, I don't know. Maybe in a I, maybe if I was in a more uh, metropolitan area where a yeah. lot of my friends were in technology, I could see. And that's why I could see this big in like like in a big city. You know, you, you it's like, ah, oh, what am I going to do tonight? It's like, oh, well, there's there's seven of my friends hanging out at this place or, you know, somebody, you know, we I see there's a group of people hanging out over here. And it's like, ah, that's a great idea. I'll go down there. Yeah. See, now. Th- and, and so that that's where I could see it. But I'm just, you know, here I, I am in, you know, Cincinnati, North Kentucky area, uh, you know, and, and, and sure, there's there's like four other geeks in the. No, just, <laughs> no, there, I mean. I probably know about 100 geeks in Cincinnati, Northern Kentucky area. And how many of these geeks all have Foursquare and are doing all that stuff? I'd be honest with you. I only know about five people who use all these services. Yeah, I only knew knew of the two. So um, one of the things I just remembered that was really kind of struck me as cool about this, which you can get not just from using this app, is we went to a restaurant and the restaurant w- was one of the places on Foursquare. Well, I was able to see what other people that I don't even know or have as friends on the Foursquare um, said, suggested as to what you should get or what is great at that restaurant. Exactly. But if you're so, at that restaurant with your wife, how does your wife feel about you? Not only the fact that, you know, already we're tweeting about the fact that we're at a restaurant <laughs> with our wife. But now all of a sudden we go in and rate the restaurant and type in suggestions. I don't know. Maybe I'm just too cynical. Am I, am I, is it just me? No, I think there's people out there, and, and I would borderline be one of them, where it's like, man, put your phone away. We're hanging out. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like, you know? I, that, that's the biggest deal right now. It's like we all get together and our noses are pointed towards their phones. It's like, it's like well, well, it's and great I had actually, seeing you and yeah. your phone. Well, and that's why before we went there, I said, oh, we're going there. And I looked it up and I saw that it was a place to check in on yeah. Foursquare. And that's when I checked and saw, oh, I, supposedly they have really great, I forget what it was, you know, nachos, whatever. Right. So we looked to see, you know, so it's it just points something. But you can look that up about a place before you even go there regardless of this yeah. app. So, yeah. and, and, I don't know. Yeah, and I don't know. I, I get it. Well, no, wait, I, wait a second. No, 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 no. I... I can understand the appeal for a lot of people. I just don't, it, for some reason, it's just not, it's not appealed to me yet. I mean, right. I, I had my good friend, you know, you know, at Fleegon, P-H-L-E-G-O-N. He came in and he was all excited about Gowala and I installed it on my, on my iPhone. I'm playing around with it and within 10 minutes, I just took it right back off. I'm like, eh. you know, and, and, and of course, this all goes back in that social media serenity stuff that we talk about on another podcast. So, yes. But yeah, we'll, maybe, uh, I don't know if we'll recover that. Maybe we will. We don't know. But anyway, what else do we have on our, our news items here? Facebook for iPhone is now 3.1. It's added push notification and address book syncing. Address book syncing? Yes. This came out last night. Wow. I, I thought, I, I now wasn't there a big story that Facebook developer says, hey, I'm leaving and That's what I, I thought too. Now maybe the and and I you know I when I heard that story the Facebook developer says no more iPhone I'm going strictly over to Android. Um you know I'm thinking to myself okay first of all this is Facebook all right and 
I understand making a statement and stuff like that, but I can't imagine that the Facebook iPhone app development team or development department is only one person. Right. That's what I was thinking too. Yeah, right. Whatever. Facebook isn't going to stop developing a Facebook iPhone app just because one guy's upset. That's right. It's like, could you imagine that? So I'm glad to hear that, that, that there is going to be future innovation. Matter of fact, um, I was not happy with the old, you know, the, the Facebook application. I actually deleted it off my phone, but now that there's a new one with push notifications, I may look into that. So, uh, anyway, it looks like I dropped my call with Eric, unfortunately. So we're going to bring him back on the line here. But, uh, yeah, anyway, hold on one second. All right. And we're back. Not sure what happened. That's all right. So anyway, um, now Vicky's in our chat room and she's asking, could we explain what push notifications are? Can you just give a brief understanding of what a push notification is? Sure. Um, that's basically when a, uh, an app or well, anything really, um, you set it so that if somebody sends you something like, for example, with this, with this Facebook application, any time, if you post something on Facebook and somebody responds to you, usually when you're on the web-based version of Facebook, you'll see those little notification in the lower right. It's a little red dot or, you know, it'll show a number. Well, this will throw up a little badge on your iPhone and say, uh, instead of you having to log in to the app itself, the app will push the notification that so-and-so has responded to your post. Right. And you can click to view it or click to close it. And obviously you can turn these notifications off for all the different things that it can do. Yeah. You don't want to be notified every single time somebody you know, sends you something in Farmville. Right. And no doubt. On your iPhone. If there's one application that I'm really not that interested in having push notifications from, it might be Facebook. <laughs> Yeah, I, l- let me do this. Uh, this will this will be funny because when you log into Facebook, you know how at the bottom right hand corner they give you the little uh, red little flag that says I've since I since I last logged into Facebook, which was um, 40 minutes ago, I've got 13 new notifications. <laughs> so if I turned yeah. all of them on, my phone would just be going crazy all day long. Yeah. So, yep. 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 So but for some people, you know, hey, oh, so and so wants to you know said i did this or want you know whatever responds to that yeah i don't know but again when you first install this all the notifications are turned on so you immediately want to go in and turn you know the majority of them off unless you like that you know yeah it's good for you um as far as the and we lost the call again so uh i apologize everybody you know what we have i was having some issues yesterday where i was losing calls and I think um, my ISP is having some issues here. I'm back. Yeah, our, our ISP is having some issues. But anyway, I, I do see I do see the benefit. I mean, if there's anything I'd like to be notified of, you know, maybe comments on my wall, you know, something right. like that. But right now, I'm I'm satisfied with just those going to my email for me to check later. But that's a whole that's a whole other social social media serenity issue. Exactly. All right. Um, the the address book sync I thought was really cool. And here's why. Tell me. I do it. not. I do not keep every single person I know as a contact in my iPhone because I just don't need it. It's a huge list to flick through. Yeah. But I keep about twenty to thirty people: their family, their close friends, their podcasting people. I contact frequently, and those are the people I keep on there. And so 
I did the sync. It went through, and for example, for you, you're in my phone, and it went out to your Facebook account, took your Facebook profile pic, and threw it in my contact information, so it was automatically in there for me. Now, I'm going to do this. So that was cool. I'm going to do this right now. I am going, and I'm installing this application, and I want to see what it does. Now, does it, it doesn't take your existing contacts and then sync them back to uh, Facebook, obviously. Right. That would be cool. Yeah, because you, then you could have. Well, it w- yeah, I don't know. I all the only thing I saw was that it went and checked to see who in my contacts had a Facebook account that I was friends with and pulled the info that it was missing ah. into my iPhone contacts. Now here's the here's the question: What about does it take the people who you are friends with? Which, for example, I have one thousand five eighty two. And for the people who we obviously who have their phone number and email address and all of that stuff listed, does it put all of those as new contacts into your phone? It does not. Ah, that's is things. that a good thing or a bad thing? Yeah, I don't know. I, mean, I, I don't know. That, for, for me, I said, "All right, I'm going to do this. Please don't give me a couple hundred extra contacts on my iPhone. I don't want that." And I checked, and it didn't. And I said, "Oh, good." I wonder. So I guess I, I, I must do it. I wonder but for somebody if it, else they would want that. Yeah, yeah. Now I wonder if it's going to do it in such a way that um, I've got to sign in with my email address, Cliff. Actually, you well, know, I don't think you have to. You can just do Cliff Ravenscraft now, right? Yeah. And and something else that I actually just you made very good use of is. Somebody I needed to get a hold of, I did not have their phone number or have them as a contact in my iPhone contacts, but I knew I was friends with them on Facebook, and I knew that they had their phone number in there. So what I did was I went and used the Facebook app, went to friends, scrolled down to them, and there was a little green phone icon there. I hit it, and it called them. So I didn't have to have them as a contact to be able to call them via Facebook through the iPhone. Right, which was nice. All right, so so here's so I'm 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 logged in here, and I'm on the menu. Where do you see contact sync? Where do I go? Um, I let's see. I don't remember where I did it at. Hmm. I don't have my iPhone open, obviously, for recording purposes. But um, right, I see. Oh, I have. I got uh, newsfeed profile friends. Uh, maybe under friends. Let's look under friends. Ah, the up. So if you click on friends, and then the upper right hand corner, I see where it says sync. So right now it's taking a second to load friends. Okay, so it's taking a minute to load friends, <laughs> and another minute. Do 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 do. All right, so well, now it you have ju- a lot of friends. It'll take a while. Yeah, so it just now loaded everybody up, and it's got some people with uh, phone icons. I want. I, I guess that means their phone numbers are available uh, for yes. me to see. And so now I'm going to click the sync button, and I'm going to turn syncing on. And it says, if you enable this feature, contacts from your device will be sent to Facebook, and your friends' names photos, and other information from Facebook will be added to your iPhone address book. Please make sure your friends are comfortable with any with any use you make of this information. So that's a good question there. And then re- replace photos. I'm going to go ahead and turn yes. 
All right. So Google, let's see here. Contacts will be synced from now on. And it says here, finding friends to sync. And it's got a, it's got a good progress bar at the bottom. So you do have a, a good uh, understanding of about how long it's going to take and when, when it's finished. Yeah. So um, this is going to be interesting because um, let me tell you what I just did recently is I used to sync my contacts with my iTunes. So my my contacts were synced between my address book on the Mac and and my iPhone. And I was using Plaxo as my online backup. So I would sync Plaxo to my address book on my Mac. So gotcha. I, so I would have access to all my stuff on the web and then um I would also have uh, it on my Mac, and I would also have it on my iPhone. In all three places, it was always synced 100% of the time. It, well, with the exception that with my crazy old iPhone, I did have to actually sync it back to my my hardware again. Right. Um, now, what I didn't like is the fact that I had to sync it to my hardware all the time. And so I went ahead and I turned, I went ahead and turned on, um, I deleted my IMAP access to Gmail and I turned on my push notification, my, you know, the whole push system with Gmail. Yes. So, so now um, my contacts are synced wirelessly, not between my, I don't actually, I don't even sync my contacts to my Mac anymore at all. Um, my, my contacts are in direct sync between my Google contacts and my iPhone. So, yeah, so that's, that's what I'm doing. So what's cool, in, and this is what I'm going to imagine is going to happen here. So now I'm syncing with, uh, with uh, Facebook. It's pulling in all of my images and all that extra information people that are in my contacts list are sharing. So it's going to put pictures for all of those people and the additional information. And if I'm not mistaken, I should be able to, uh, within the next you know, 15, 20 minutes, once everything's downloaded and also synced with Google... I should be able to go into my Google contacts and see all that information as well so that when I'm actually, let's say, chatting with them in in Google chat, which, by the way, I haven't used them forever. We'll talk about that in social media serenity. But anyway, yes. um, I should be able to see all that in that contact list as well. So this is this is actually pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, for that alone, I thought, OK, this works. Yeah. I like it. Anything else in Apple world on the iPhone? Anything else? Something that if you've not checked out, there was an app I saw last night uh, in passing called Blue Fire. It's made by the people that do the snowball mic and all that. Okay. And it is free. It's got more tweakability than the native iPhone voice memo app. And it's because it's built for this other mic extension that they've got that you can buy for like 99 bucks, which I'm not going to pay for because the the iphone's microphone for voice memos is amazing in and of itself it is very to be good quite honest but this app lets you see the waveform as you're recording and lets you name it right there and change the gain and a couple other tweakability things so it's free you may as well download it and try it out yeah i i want i want one that actually records straight into mp3 though you know or at least we'll we'll export it as an mp3 to you and you can email it to yourself. That would be awesome. That's true. But uh, I'm sure the Google Android apps will have that capability. This may be able to do that. I don't know. It's got FTP. Yeah. We'll, ch- we'll check it out. So that is called Blue Fire, you said? Yes, Blue Fire. Awesome. Well, my phone just went to sleep on me. So let me see if I just lost my 
my thing here. Let me go and sign back in and waiting, waiting. I'm waiting for my phone to load. Uh, my, you know what I'm talking about. It went into sleep mode. Yes. And uh, I, it, it doesn't appear. It says here there was an error syncing your contacts. This isn't. Anyway, so now, yeah. so now I've got to go back to friends, and now I've got to restart my whole thing. And I guess what I have to do is I have to babysit my phone while it's doing this. And now it's not starting again. Yeah, it took. I only had about thirty contacts. It took me about two or three minutes for it to go through over Wi-Fi. So, yeah, and I'm doing it via Wi-Fi, but oh boy! All right, so it looks like I have to remove data and click uh, remove all Facebook links from your contacts. Click OK, and then I'll start it over, and I'll just keep my finger moving on here for the twenty minutes that it'll take to sync all of it. Anyway, Chris in the chat really says, "Get a Nexus One." That's so funny. I'm tempted, my friend. I am tempted. Uh, very, very tempted. Anyway, that is going to do it for this week. Uh, Chris Biding should be back next week. We'll, we'll uh, see how things are going uh, on his front. He's got, a, he's got a new place of employment, which is awesome for him. And I'm exciting uh, or very excited for, for what's going on. And if things become an issue there, we'll work on the scheduling of this show and... Uh, because uh, we, we definitely need this expert advice from our former former Mac genius uh, to keep things going here. So, Eric, thank you so much for filling no in. This was awesome no having you do that at the last minute. And uh, everybody will be back next week. Until then, join the community. Join the community.